0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. My name is AJ Kierens, and that's right, I'm your host here each and every week as I do my best to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. And this week is no different here. We are up to episode number 55, cincuenta y Cinco. This week's featured artist is the one and only Mr. Joe Kappa. We talked uh, talk with Joe. He's in Denver, Colorado now, and he works with the Oklahoma Brewery, American Solera. So it's a really nice opportunity to speak with Joe, learn about his multimedia kind of arsenal. He has a video production company, he does some stop-motion work. The labels that, you know, are the kind of the foundational pieces for American Solera are, you know, watercolor. It was just really a good opportunity to, to speak with Joe. So we had a lot of fun. This week, uh, we are recording this in Las Vegas in Nevada. Came out here for a business trip. Had the opportunity to meet with Chris Jacobs, uh, Beer Zombie, for a future episode. We recorded that one in 3D. Uh, recording this one at Caesars Palace. There is no uh, sponsorship, but if you are looking to sponsor us, you know, feel free to get in touch. But So really uh, quick side note. Kind of a fun, interesting uh, business travel advice. If you are traveling somewhere, I recommend you bring a second phone. And you're going to say, why would you bring a second phone, AJ? And I would say, because there's fucking people who might pickpocket you. So we had the weird uh, experience of having the phone, uh, our iPhone, uh, you know, plucked out of my back pocket last night. So that was an interesting experience. You know, Insurance is a good thing, as Chris Rock says, in case shit happens. You know, check that out, but uh, it was definitely uh, interesting. And so uh, bring your travel phone, five-hour SIM card, and we're we're back at it. And we'll have a new phone in a couple of days. So anyway, that's a really interesting uh, story to share with you there. So uh, sorry for getting sidetracked. Remember, you can check us out via the World Wide Web, 16ozcanvas.com. And we're 16ozcanvas on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere else you can find us. Joe Kappa's website is, as you had guessed it, Joe to the Kappa, J O E C A P P A dot com. You can find him on Instagram as well. And Joe Kappa, that's the one and only. So, funny little story with Joe. You know, we definitely hit it off. He was super humble. And you know, I eventually cracked that and got him to, you know, realize that he is doing some really cool shit. And, you know, I think the, one of the great things we learned with the artists is there is a lot of humility. A lot of times we have to, you know, convince or you know, shake down like we got to do with Joe to get them to come onto the podcast because it's not really something that they're familiar with doing, being in the spotlight or being the, you know, kind of the the face of the of a project. So we, we do appreciate Joe finally just giving in and kind of giving up and breaking it down. But uh, we asked Joe to send us a, a bio pic for the, you know, for our Instagram posting, and so he sent us a, you know, he sent me. It was definitely a, something I think he took. You know, after I texted him, it was a it was a selfie, and so we posted a photo. Instead, we made the uh, artistic decision not to to post that video, that picture, excuse me, and we used one from his Instagram. And so, you know, he was kind of you know busting chops, saying, "Look at this photo that you know the dude showed, chose to show for the interview I have coming up." And so, yada yadas, you know, it said you know PM. I, and I, my comment was PM me for the other, you know, the one that Joe thought was better than this. And the amount of messages I've got, I actually got a few emails I had to respond to. So I apologize if I didn't get get back to you. If you go to our Instagram, one six oz canvas for the announcement, you know, post. Uh, we decided that we'll post it in there with the, the photos of his work. So there you go, Joe. See, we let you have your creative choice, and you know, so be it. So we are. Up episode number fifty-five, and it's crazy. We're having a great time. This Saturday, tomorrow, is National Beer Day, April 7th, and that will mark the one year anniversary of this 16 ounce canvas. So we are rocking and rolling. We're having a great time, and we want to thank each and every one of you for for really Being a part of it Giving feedback You know It was nice Like I said We met with uh, You know Chris Jacobs And you know Met with other folks And to say that They listen to different episodes And they really dig What we're doing It really means a lot So we will be making Announcements in coming days About the event The Art of Craft Beer uh, Show in New Haven Connecticut This summer So look forward to that It's going to be a lot of fun And it's going to be Really a new opportunity For us to kind of uh, Shake things up And you know we have a, a niche niche you know kind of a custom uh, audience here with, with with the podcast and so we're gonna really just kind of shake things up and try to you know bring the podcast to life so stay tuned for that teaser 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 16ozcanvas.com. get in touch aj at one six we'd love to hear from you network get in touch holla at your boy so without further ado I bring to you. The one and only Mr. Joe Kappa, American Solera, right here on the 16 OZ. That's right, 16 ounce canvas. You know it, I know it. It is the art of craft beer podcast. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today Joe Kappa. Checking in by way of Denver, Colorado. We came to learn of Joe through the work that he has done with American Solera in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I wanted to thank you, Joe, for making the time. We've been playing email and phone tag for for some time, and I finally, I think I just broke you, Joe. I think that's probably the, the best way. I eventually just kind of wore you out and you gave in. So I appreciate that. Yeah,
1: no problem. Nice to meet you.
0: Yeah, it's been a pleasure. So like I said, we, you know, we came to learn of your work with uh, American Slayer, but the the fun part has been kind of really deep diving into, you know, your, your background, you know, design and, you know, video and animation a really, you know, unique uh, portfolio of work and just really uh, excited to have you, you know, be a part of it today.
1: Cool. You yeah, know, well, let me see if I can entertain you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, and if not, we just we'll edit it out and it'll be real quick. Real quick. So any yeah, I'm just kidding, but um and just for administrative purposes, for folks uh scoring at home, you can go to Joe's website, Joe Kappa, J O E and then Kappa with two Ps, C A P P A dot com. You find all the information and the best part is keeping it simple, Joe Kappa on Instagram, which is great. Uh, you know, insight and kind of, you know, visual kind of follow along, see things at different phases of the process, which I always admire and kind of geek out on. So I, I do, I do appreciate that seeing some comps and early sketches and ideas of things. And uh, it's, it's awesome. So yeah, Joe Capo, two Ps. There you have it folks. So, so Joe, um, you yeah, know, this is always the interesting, you know, just kind of what's the, what's the Joe Cappo story? How did you kind of get into art and design and, you know, animation? You know, like, like you said before, you're, well, before we started you, you you're from oklahoma originally but now you're you know in colorado so i just yeah. would love to love to hear how you got to where you're going
1: well i mean i'm sure with all these label makers i mean you know you're just like a, an artist as a kid um i went to the university of oklahoma studied art there um but that was kind of uh, secondary i mean i went there to learn film and they did a film and video program, and that's what I was there for, but you, you kind of had to do um, foundations classes, that's what they called it, and then it kind of like reintroduced me to art, again, something I did as a kid, um, and then so I kind of like learned a little bit, uh, did a lot of film and video stuff, worked for like a TV show, um, which is actually how I know Chase. I mean, I, I know Chase, the brewer of American Solera, um, since middle school. But uh, he and I worked at this job together. It was like a TV show that promoted tourism in o- in Oklahoma. Um, I did that for a while. And then, yeah, I just like hung out with a friend one time and they're like, yeah, we just like hang out and draw. I was like, oh man, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then once I did that, I just kind of like started watercoloring, filling in the drawings with colors. And then that's kind of like how my style was born. Um, and then worked for an ad agency uh, in Oklahoma city and then kind of got tired of that and thought I could do my own thing. And that's when I moved out to Denver and then chase hit me up to make some labels. So it kind of just went from there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. No, the, the, the the sad commonality that a lot of folks have is the going down the ad agency path and realizing that while they learn a lot, it's not really (laughs) what they want to be doing long term. So I think that, uh, a lot of folks have the, have the similar scars to, uh, you know, to that story.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you said it perfectly. It's like, you know, you learn a lot, so, you know, you're always kind of like indebted to that knowledge. Um, but yeah, it's just like it gets tiring when you're trying to like make something for somebody else a lot. So, I mean, the cool thing about American Solera is Chase is just like down for whatever. Um, I don't think he's ever like critiqued a single label, we are kind of going into into a new direction, though, so that is interesting to, like, change it up, but everything that, like, we started with, it was um, just really easy and simple and just, I'm, you know, into, like, sci-fi from the 70s. The stuff that's kind of, like, I guess there's this art movement, the visionary art movement, and you have these, like, artists doing these real, um, utopian kind of uh illustrations but really like detailed and it's usually like a bunch of like a commune of naked people in a field and there's like some floating orbs that kind of stuff (laughs) so I just like that whole aesthetic it's like kind of this yeah just a utopian I wanted to kind of convey that in the beer just like you know some artwork that just kind of makes you feel good so um yeah yeah it's, it's just been really fun to be able to just kind of like express yourself and and then
0: people gravitate towards it. It's a great feeling. Yeah, and for me, like I we, we briefly touched, you know, I, I've I trade beer, and I unfortunately I've only had I think one or two bottles of uh, uh, American Slayer. But I always I was just drawn to the, the 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 circular labels with they're very like vivid and lucid with the watercolors, and it really kind of was just really it pulled me in. And having never had the beer, it really wanted I really wanted to kind of just understand more and explore because for me, visually, I was really just kind of enticed by it. it just had some, you know, and it was very creative, but like free form to it. And I was, I was definitely drawn to that pretty early on in the, in the project's concept.
1: Well, that's awesome. Yeah. The, all those circular compositions are, you know, part of this visionary art movement. It I mean, it happened. For, I didn't know anything about it. I was just at an estate sale and then there was this, Book called Visions, and then I opened it up and I was like, Oh my god, this is, like, this is exactly what I love! Uh, and all, a lot of the compositions are circular, yeah, there's just something kind of retro about it, I guess, and simple and elegant. That's like, I think it works good with the with beer labels, obviously,
0: yeah. And I and I like that, you know, and I know now we would probably touch on it, you know, there's some cans that are popping up, but just to have that label and even with the circular ones, and I know now they're filling up more label. the emptiness, I really, I've, I've come to appreciate that the the ability to have the art just kind of float and stand on its own without having to use every, you know, pixel or every, you know, inch of, of the label. Okay. And I think that's really, that's just, that to me always just, uh, I've always been drawn to that, which is letting things stand on its own and kind of float around, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't really do a lot of research with beer labels. Um, and I'm, I'm really not like a beer person at all. Um, I mean, I like it. But right, right. I don't know much about it. Oh, good. Cause yeah, um, I,
0: but, I, I always say we I can't talk like uh, hops or any of that type of stuff. Good. So yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah. we're just artists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to be like a lot of the trend is to like fill out the the label as much as you can with like crazy colorful artwork um and i i I don't know if we're going to go that direction with the new with the new labels i'm not sure but yeah i think it's nice to just be nice and simple and kind of just convey a simple message i like that stuff i'm simple
0: like that yeah the best kind i think to say things in less words sometimes it's not easy but it definitely uh it resonates with folks so, so tell us about, you know, cap video productions. What's, what's the story there, Joe?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I started uh, in Denver, my freelance thing. Um, and so, yeah, I come from a background of like video. And then I'd say now I'm trying to focus more on animation and it was just, you know, probably from making beer labels, but, um, you just like draw stuff and then you just want to see a move and, and I don't know. I like to make funny stuff. Um, and it's just a great way to you know, have an idea and being able to do it all on your own. <laughs> so I, I, I literally work in my basement. It's dark and I can do stop motion animation and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I, I get work for clients and stuff and it's really cool, like I said, when you have a style and somebody reaches out to you and is like, hey, I like your stuff. Um, I'd like an animation for a music video. Um, or album artwork. But um, yeah, on the video side, it's kind of going more animation. And I've actually done some documentary stuff for American Solar, too. So uh, yeah, that's where my business is going. I'm trying now, to make it grow.
0: <laughs> now, Is uh, on the website, is the JFJO, is that the Jacob Fred Jazz Odyssey? Is that them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, no, my previous life, uh, yeah, I used to, when my, Old radio program. I used to feature feature them, and I've seen them a handful of times. So yeah.
1: Oh really? Yeah, they're from Oklahoma, which is where I'm from. So
0: yeah, that's
1: kind of the connection there. That's cool. You know
0: them? Yeah, you know, because I mean, yeah. in now there's way too many acronyms in life, and so I think what whatever everyone has for acronyms is like means ten different things now. So I always have to have to check. But yeah, yeah. It definitely was. Uh, they were yeah they were eclectic, and so I've saw them a few times. I think I think the first time I saw them was at. Jazz Fest in New Orleans. If I'm, if my memory is not as uh, hazy, I think they played at yeah. Preservation Hall.
1: Yeah, yeah, they go to New Orleans like, a lot. I know they went to the Acronym just because I think the word jazz scared people. Jam is <laughs> so, just cooler sounding, I guess.
0: Yeah, it has a level of uncertainty and kind of you have to find out about it. So I think that's good.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, my other style is. Uh, you know what i dubbed "creepy dudes," um, and that's for another brewery called Willow Family Ale. And yeah, people really like the creepy dude look. That's like a bunch of teeth and stuff, and that's what I did for that JFJO music video. People love the creepy dude stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, the big, the big forehead and the, the high cheeks. Yeah, it was definitely. A...
1: <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, exactly.
0: Because it was yeah, because I follow and when you pop up he, at first, you're like, oh, he's creepy. And Then I went to your website and I was like, oh. Like what a perfect way to describe it. He is the creepy dude, yeah. And so he's got a whole there's a whole family of creepy dudes. Yeah,
1: they're creepy, but they're always like down to have a good time and have fun. So it's like this kind of, Yeah, it's not too intimidating. It's like, "Oh, these guys seem like they're having a good time. They seem like they're fun people."
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the classic don't judge a book by its cover. It's like, "Oh, and they're like get themselves into yeah. wacky, wacky high drinks." Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah,
1: getting, that's the other group. Uh, willow's family ale i'm not sure if you're familiar with them but they're also out of oklahoma
0: well, that's great now do you get back home often
1: yeah i probably make it back maybe twice a year okay yeah you know, twice a year
0: now how did you how did you team up with willow
1: um okay so you know i know chase from middle school uh and we've just always been making videos together. Um, and then Heath, the brewer of Willows, was uh, brewing out of prairie ales. I'm not sure if people are able to follow all this. Prairie yeah. ales is what uh, ACLE, you know, started. Uh, so Heath, the brewer of Willows, was like brewing out of prairie equipment. And then he was able to make his own brewery, which they're about to open up. Um, so, yeah, that was the connection there. Jason, he's, we're all just friends we all know each other
0: yeah pretty good middle school right the teachers there must be pretty proud it's like my wife's a teacher so if they're all if all of our students were uh, in some business together later on in life i think she'd be pretty geeked out about it
1: oh uh, yeah i know we should probably like visit our high school and stuff and be like you made an impact in our lives
0: yeah give you guys a like little, the teacher. little speaking session at the you know the av club and you know, it'll be good
1: yeah yeah so yeah,
0: you know, I mean, that's like the dream though—just is just work with friends. It's just the best. Yeah, I love. Oh, I love it. It's, the the six degrees of separation is usually—it's actually usually two or three now. So I, I always enjoy that. So yeah, and yeah, prairie. Cool. Yeah, Prairie's is one of the one of the breweries that we really are big fans of. Also with uh, with, with Colin, but uh, we're still trying to break, trying to do the same with him and just wear him down eventually with with messages. So we're gonna we'll get him on there
1: next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with
0: Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, what you talked before about you know watercolors is that is that the medium that you use for your your labels? You know, typically, what is the what is the process you know for that? Yeah. Uh,
1: okay, so yeah, I think with American Flair, it's all watercolor. Because you're like because
0: you're a multi medium kind of guy, so I'm just trying to figure out you know how. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I said, I mean, it was just like. You draw with pen, and then I was like, oh, I just need to color this in, and watercolor was the obvious choice, and then I stuck with it. I mean, it's like, it's a pretty cool art form. You kind of have to be really patient to let stuff dry and bleed the right way, and I'm not going to say I'm a master at it, but um, I do like, you know, just like blending colors. Watercolor is predominantly it, and then towards, I mean, more recently, it would just be like I would watercolor an element, and then cut it out and then place it where I needed it to be. So it's kind of like this watercolor collage. And I like the effect just because it it just makes cleaner edges. It just looks, I think it looks more refined. It looks cooler, which I'm not going to say it's like a better look. But um, yeah, I just, I, I like the cleaner edges. I mean, now we're going in a new direction. So I don't even know if it's going to be watercolor anymore. I don't know. Um, but yeah, watercolor watercolor's fun, and it's cheap. I mean, it's just like, I don't know why more artists don't use watercolor. It's just like really cheap and affordable.
0: Oh, yeah. I, you I, just need I'm to be patient, right? Yeah, I've i have grown to love it, which is kind of fitting with the blending. I know this, I'll probably butcher the beer, but like, you know, just the fact that with the type of beer American Slayer is doing with the different blends and, and what have you with the fooders and stuff, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a nice tie-in. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, cool. it's nice and light, you know, a yeah. light breeze, you know, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, uh, yeah, I've come to, yeah, we, um, Daniel Endicott from Forest in Maine out of, uh, out of Philadelphia. He does, a, he's the owner, brewer, and artist for the labels, and he, he does a lot of watercolor work. And so I, I just, I really. Uh, Daniel Endicott, Forest in Maine? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, his stuff amazing.
0: Yeah, and so he's a big watercolor guy too. So I've, it's interesting. I don't. You say I'm an artist, but I don't know much about a lot. But I know what I like, and so I've come to being able to now to talk about it, and I really realized how much I you know love watercolors you know over the last you know year and a half just diving into all these great works, especially. And thank you for that. Yours has been a big piece of that.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's like one thing to like watercolor and then when you print it, it just makes it look cooler. <laughs> I don't know. It's like people want an original. I'm just like, nah. Cause I mean, I do a lot of watercolor and then I put it into Photoshop and I just kind of like boost up the saturation and like change the tints, And it just, I mean, that's where I'm able to fine tune and make it look better. But like just the original, I mean, I'm using kind of like crappy low end watercolors. So maybe that's why. But it just it just looks cooler when it's printed. I was like, eh, that's well, all right. And then when you see it on the on the bottle, it's like, ooh, yeah, that looks good. That
0: looks good. Yeah, they're all very crisp and, and pop, which I love. So yeah, a lot of time. So you, what what is the you know the process like in terms of working the labels? You know, with do you, are you working uh, w- with Chase? Does he tell you, okay, we have these new beers coming out, I need labels in this amount of time? What, what's the kind of the the project management style or schedule.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll text me or email me or call me and tell me, you know, sometimes he's like so busy, he's just always reinventing. And I thought this year was going to slow down, but it seems like he's brewing as many varieties of beer as he was in the beginning. So, um yeah it'll be like a list sometimes like three beers that are he's got to have labels for coming out and um but at the same time he's like he's laid back um i try to put it on the calendar you know like i said i do video stuff too so sometimes it's like "Eh, i can't get to this for a while um but he'll have a name typically uh and so and and his names are always kind of funny and tongue-in-cheek and that kind of helps brainstorm i mean Sometimes I have an idea that just kind of comes to me for a visual, but usually it's just like, just give me something to kind of start a thing. And when he has a name, it it helps quite a bit. Sometimes he gives me a backstory, uh, to like the brewing or like, like sometimes this entire family goes out and harvests peaches for a peach beer. And so that's kind of like nice to kind of like get a visual of, you know, that spirit of a bunch of people getting together to, uh, to uh, harvest peaches. And I think that kind of helps with this whole visionary art look to just kind of this feeling of community and a utopian feel and I don't know. Am I rambling?
0: No, you're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it always helps to have some sort of like, uh, ignition to get an idea going. Okay.
0: Now for your video work, what what platforms are you using for that? I'm learning all the different kind of technologies. What is, you know, are you, how does that work? I'm just, just dumb it down for me. Yeah.
1: Sure. Um, well, for the longest time, I mean, like with these labels, I just like physical art, you know, something that you make with your hands and then you put it in a computer. So for a long time, the animation, I would, uh like with the JFJO music video, that's all construction paper. So, I have a whole setup here to um, cut out all the figures, cut out all the elements, and then to glue them all together. And then I've got a camera hanging overhead, and you know, taking photos uh, frame by frame into the computer. And I use After Effects. After Effects was a good way to just kind of get the compositions correct, and and I use Premiere as well. So the Adobe suite, but now got a Cintiq tablet, um, which I'm sure a lot of, uh, label makers make and a lot of designers. Uh, it's awesome. It's a game changer. Uh, it makes things so much simpler, but I know there's like, there's just that niche of, you know, being able to, uh, recognize when something's like handmade. And I think, you know, there's something really cool and sincere about that. So I like to keep both do some stop motion and then also, uh, use some programs on the computer. And, and I do like corporate stuff. So After Effects, you know, you build out all the elements and make a move and do infographic stuff. Yeah, I like uh, being able to do it all. It helps. it helps when you're doing your own thing, that's for sure.
0: And we are back. That's right, folks. The one, the only Mr. Joe Kappa himself, right here on the 16 ounce canvas. Episode number 55. Cinquenta y cinco. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. So I'm right. That is five. So really enjoyed you know, speaking to Joe, his kind of utopian, you know, really vivid and beautiful imagery. I, I love you know, the labels with American Slayer. You know, I liked it, you know, his ideas, you know, making art that makes people feel good. His stop motion work is really great. I've come to have a you know new appreciation with that, you know, over the last, you know, several months. I was looking at Joe's work and just really, you learn about new techniques. And when I say new, I'm not saying that this is like a moon landing moment. But for me, it is each week when we do this. Well, I love you all. Part of it's self-serving because I'm learning, and it helps my vision and helps my perspective. Just looking at things or where I'm going, you know, to to stop and you know appreciate life a little bit more. There's so much you know craziness and you know negative things that happen because it happening in your life naturally. But I just think that having a perspective, you going down the street and you see some really cool photography or, you know, or just a, not photography because you can't see that walking the street, but you see it in an image and you just think, man, that would be really great to capture that moment. Or you see some really cool street art and graffiti or just when you're in a, you know, a business or you're at someone's home, you see what art they pick up. The whole thing is really kind of really positive for me and hopefully that's what you're getting out of it. You know, we, we like to say that, you know, when you hold that beer in your hand, you know, hold it for another second, another minute. You know, if you hold it any longer, you might, look really fucking weird you're just holding this thing in your hand but I think that you really have to you know come to appreciate that come to appreciate all the individuals you know all the the hard work that goes into it not only the brewer you know but the business folks marketing you know the quality folks the the people who are cleaning the tanks the people who are you know front of house you know helping on the, the canning or the bottling line there's just so many great people that are working really hard and I think that you know it's this sum of all these great parts and so it's really just a really great experience and you know really meant uh, a lot for us to have Joe be a part of that. I know that he was somebody you know and that you know other folks would say oh, you really should get you know the American Slayer guy you know and I, so I had to figure out who was the American Slayer guy and then it was Joe Kappa and then it was you know keep emailing and bothering Joe and finally you know he gave in. So. It's really great. You go to JoeCappa.com, you can see the work that, you know, obviously he did with American Solera and does, excuse me, you know, but also, you know, the Willows found the Owls. Then you have, you know, Creepy Dudes, which I think is just a fucking awesome story about that. So, you know, that's another you know great piece of it. And then the stop motion, the music video work he does, it just really, it's, it's a good experience. The website is there i know that joe's gonna be putting up some you know prints that are available pretty soon i'm really excited about that we're gonna get some prints you know of joe's work for the studio and you can you know head on over to, to joe kappa capp and uh you know tell joe we sent you and tell him which of the two photos should have been you know picked so were they're both out there public consumption i think i was you know doing you know doing God's work and you know put the, the one I put out there but you know the one Joe sent us that was you know his choice and so we we did put that out there too. So never a dull moment here. We are having a lot of fun and looking forward to you know hopefully trying some more American slayer beers in the future. You know what we've had from them has been a really great experience. You know chase and crew over there are doing a great job. And so we're just you know American Solera S O L E and You can find more information about them Right outside of uh, Or inside Or in Tulsa, Oklahoma Nice work there, AJ So you are listening to the 16 Ounce Canvas This is the Art of Craft Beer podcast Episode number 55 This is the last episode Of our first year And it has been a great adventure And we're having a lot of fun Like I said, this summer, July 14th Through the 29th in New Haven, Connecticut Will be the Art of Craft Beer show we have a gallery, we have all the information, and it will be coming out shortly. So more and more information will be spilled out each week, but we hope to see you. Hope you get a chance to meet some of our great artists and be part of it. Because we're building a community, and I see the numbers, and we're growing week over week, day by day, step by step. That's a New Kids on the Block thing. So I apologize for that, but sometimes we just gotta let the tape roll and see what happens. So. With that said, before I say anything utterly ridiculous or anything utterly ridiculous more, English much, me speak it sometimes, let's get back into it. Here is part two, Joe, I almost called him Joe Solera. Joe Solera of American Kappa, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Yeah, now, being an entrepreneur, was that a was that a big leap and big risk? Were you, were you nervous about making that jump when you kind of decided to kind of open up cap cap of video productions?
1: Yeah, it was kind of just, I mean, it was a big leap. And whenever somebody talks about starting their own business, and they're apprehensive, I mean, I was too. And I'm not saying like, I'm rocking at it. But um, it is amazing when you just kind of like, put yourself out there. Um, not to sound hippy dippy I live in Colorado but the universe just kind of like works out I don't know but I mean maybe you have to have some sort of talent but it's just amazing I don't know you just like put yourself out there and then people just kind of come to you and work seems to just pop up Um, but moving from Oklahoma was just like I think it was just something I just needed to do It was just time in my life I just needed to get out so there really was no question. It was just like, it wasn't so much like going off and doing my own thing. It was just like I had to get out of Oklahoma, <laughs> not to knock Oklahoma at all. I love it, but I just knew I needed to make a change. So I think that's how it all came about.
0: Well, here we are. So I think I work, yeah, I think I always, I think it takes balls, and you know, just to be frank, for folks to do that, and it's even the the ad agency or the corporate gigs it's it can it can drain you but at least there's like you know the, the definite paycheck and the definite products to work on you can argue whether how fulfilling or not they are but i just have a huge admiration for folks like yourself who you know, just put it on the, you yeah. know, put, yeah. put, put, put their passion out there on the line and just do what they love and you know, and I, I, it's something to be admired
1: well i appreciate it again i mean the risk was low you know no kids no girlfriend or anything so you can kind of, you can
0: coast in Colorado for a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. As, as the hippies are all you know, heading West, but, but yeah, no, I think that one, one thing is that I'm you know, vibing is you're, you're pretty humble. You know, I, I think that, you know, and I, I admire that also, but I think that you should give yourself a, you know, a pat on the back for, for, for diving in and, and taking the chance, which I think is one of the cool things about the the craft beer space. You know, a lot of these folks, you know, you know, the, usually it's a couple of folk, couple of people, you know, making their beer, making that, you know, investment, you know, in themselves and it kind of grows from there. Obviously there's numerous breweries that have, you know, big buck, you know, funding, you know, whatever, right. whatever that is. But, you know, I just really, it's a pretty genuine industry. And I think that, you know, work with people, like you said, work with people you care about and friends, there's a lot to be said about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, people that start their own breweries, I mean, that's just like, it takes so much gumption, I think, because I mean, there's so much equipment involved. I think the cool thing about starting a brewery is, I guess, you know, in the end, people will want it. I mean, people just love beer and saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Takes a lot to start something like that, for sure. Well
0: right, if you and I mess up, right, we can just hit edit and start over or, you know, good old control Z and or what have you or, or just you know the eraser. But if a tank of beer goes to you know, especially with these sour beers and the longer age ones, you going to wait on a beer for a year and a half, two years, you know. It's it's crazy. Right. You know, so I mean it's uh it's interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: so you keep uh teasing this new style Uh, i i doubt you're gonna tell us about it but i have to ask you know what's the you keep mentioning it might go in a new direction with the the labels is there any you know kind of teaser there or insight that you can share um
1: i'm figuring it out i'm figuring it out um i don't know you might see some new labels and you'll just be like oh this is like nothing like uh any of the earlier stuff and then you'll see the label after that and you'll be like oh that's totally different from <laughs> the label i just saw so yeah working with clay i mean that's like what i did for the latest label um working with construction paper and and uh pastels and kind of collaging um chase wants uh to tell a story um and So that's kind of where we're going, but we're, I mean, I wish I could tell you, I I really don't know. I mean, the aesthetic is just like changing up until like we find something that I think we're like both happy with. So, I mean, branding is really important to chase. um, And it's cool that he's like down to just kind of like screw around for a few of these labels until we get something done or something right uh, that we're both happy with. But um, yeah, it's just kind of like, Around for a while and then giving it to Chase, and he's Chase like, I don't know, and then just doing a whole nother design and be like, How about this? He's like, Yeah, this is closer, and then working on that design, and it's like, Okay, I think we got something here. So, okay. I don't know, I think it's going to be more symbols. <laughs> <laughs> there's your tease,
0: yeah, right? Symbols. Well, yeah, because the Bière de Zinfandel and then the um, Rhymera, those, I mean, those are different than your watercolor styles, and so, and then there's ones think- that are the the full labels. So I definitely can see where these you know, the the exploration and even the uh, interplanetary good vibe zone, you know, with the, the kind of the maze. So yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens.
1: Yeah, me too. I'd like to know
0: what happens for sure. Bro yeah. Right, yeah. Mine's just I'm just a viewer here. You're the one who has gotta create it and put it all together. So I can't I can't help yeah. you there. I can't help you there, Joe. I can just tell you whether I like it or not.
1: Okay, but, but you like the Rhymeera. You thought that one was cool?
0: Yeah, I did think that was cool. I like it. it has uh has a little more like uh, ancient Greek vibe to it you know kind of the way they're all laying around and whatnot
1: yeah true true yeah
0: you yeah. I think what I think you and Chase should do though you should send me a whole box of them and then I could tell you which ones I really like and just I'd, i then I'd have to drink them but you know, that's always something we can yeah, we, we can work on later awesome yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm selfishly I would do that just for you
1: just for you. yeah By the last beer that will be your favorite label I think.
0: <laughs> yeah right the order I, I'll write the order I had them in It'd be good yeah but that's a yeah. that, that is a cool thing I mean if you go to americanslayer.com or you go to joecappa.com, and you can see them they're they're they are different which I really like but they're all they all have a a good feel to them and so I, I it's it's you're you got your hands full because there's four or five different styles and elements that you're going with and they all could really carry a, carry a brand so um I don't say yeah, yeah good luck I mean I'm not trying to you know, bust balls but that they're definitely it'd be much easier if there were, you know, five or six styles of shitty labels. And that, I mean, that would be easier, I think, but they all could carry their own, own weight.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, and I do want to uh, say that, like, I mean, some labels with, like, collaborations with other people, you know, those aren't me. Uh, Colin started the designs for American Slayer until he went, like, full-time Prairie. So there's, I mean, some of them are Collins artwork. Some of them are this... Uh, girl named Kathleen Neely who does um, uh, what would you call it like lithograph is that right like the woodcut prints uh, and those are really awesome so I mean a lot are mine but sometimes it's uh, Chase uses other artists um, there's another guy named Steve something What's his name? but yeah so you know it's like it's kind of just an open community whoever can do whatever Yeah, right. Steve Black
0: flash does some of the labels yeah yeah uh, artists are very uh kind and they're they're good name droppers I, I keep a pen nearby and i do these and i just write down everybody's name so you make you make my research uh, a lot easier so thank you for that
1: oh good
0: yeah yeah <laughs> that's right yeah, we're just working we're just working together collaborations now how does that usually work with the collabs is it is it depending on who releases the beer that does the label? Or do you try to work with the artist, their artist? How, how do you attack that?
1: I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask Chase. I mean, it's just like a matter of Chase reaching out to me like, hey, do a label. And then they will be working on a beer and I don't even know about it. And then there's like a label by somebody. And I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so that's I, I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Now, was given your background, was it harder – or easier to do the labels given the smaller size of them, did that with because with, you're you're doing um, your, with video and animation uh, being I feel a bigger medium.
1: I'm sorry, can you ask that question again? I wasn't
0: yeah. sure if I followed. Yeah, I don't know if I did either. Let's, we'll edit that part out. I'll make myself sound better. But was it more difficult or was it easier given your your background to create labels for the smaller? for lack of a better term, canvas of, of the, of the label? Was that, or was uh, more of a scale? Yeah, question. I think
1: so. I think so. I think whenever I like, I take on a new project, I'm always intimidated. So, <laughs> honestly, yeah, like a smaller canvas is probably like, okay, that's manageable. I could do this. I could do this. I mean, you know, it's all scaled down, obviously. I mean, I mean, some of these paintings are, you know, like 24 by 18, you know, and then I just like shrink them down. So yeah, I, yeah. And it, it makes it easier just to think circular, you know, or like just a smaller shame. I
0: don't
1: know know if that's good.
0: Now, do you remember the first label that you did?
1: Yeah. The first label I did was, I think it was Apricot Fellowship. Yeah, and that was that story where his whole extended family went out and picked apricots, Um, and I just liked that story a lot, and I was like, okay, this works with some utopian cult (laughs) harvesting food for their commune, so that was kind of the inspiration, Um, and then it was just like a matter of figuring out the aesthetic and like kind of reinventing a look, because at the time, I was just doing like yeah, like these creepy dude paintings. Um, so I looked to some like Brazilian artists from the seventies and kind of like saw how they drew plants, and um, that's kind of where I got the whole look. But that was the, yeah, that was the first one, Apricot Fellowship, I believe.
0: Which then became kind of a you know, a whole line of fellowships, right? You have the the Plum and yeah. the Norton, I believe, and a few others, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that honestly yeah i did that first label i was like i love this look and then that was the look that I'd kind of maintained for a long time and then it just started getting more science fiction I, i'd say and more abstract in it's just spirit i'm not gonna say like you look at it and you're like oh science fiction but that was kind of like the inspiration so it kind of just yeah it kind of started flowing into more abstract which i think is like something that all happens with a lot of artists
0: Oh yeah, I, I definitely think there's an abstract element, um, kind of a morphed reality, uh, you know, vibe to it. Yeah. And I definitely, as you say about your animation, and wanting to bring stuff to life, you know, having seen your other work and just kind of the more you look at them, it's almost, I kind of visualize them all moving now. Like, and so it's just kind of, it's kind of a fun to, to look at. It has almost that, like, uh, is that 70, you know, those seventies, uh, little vignettes they would show in the, I don't know if it was Sesame street or electric company or whatever, but yeah, just kind of, you can just see them all different moving around. It's kind of a little trippy.
1: Well, I made a, a music video for this artist named Sumi, me. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw that, but that's like pretty much an American Solera label animated. If you ever want to check it out.
0: Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's really pretty. I, I'm really proud of it. Actually. It's really, it's pretty cool
0: oh there it is joe you're not you're you, you finally weren't just very humble about something you're, there you go a little, a little self-promotion <laughs> from joe 45 yeah, for
1: sure. 45 no, minutes in yeah yeah it's, uh,
0: excellent no uh, it's
1: just like really happy like yeah. watercolor and then doing like kind of like cell animation uh yeah it was just like it looks vintage it looks like it came from the 70s i don't know like uh nice joe nice. pulled it off
0: <laughs> high fives all around now, do you sell any of your prints? Any of the, the watercolors or prints that you do? Or are they just one-offs that you then bring to the computer?
1: Yep. Um, yeah. You know, I do all sorts of, like, artwork. And so I've sold prints of the Creepy Dude series for American Solera. Um, I just, like, ordered a, a batch of prints and those are being shipped to the brewery. Um, so people will be able to purchase uh prints of a few labels uh at uh, one of the brewery locations coming up
0: oh good that's awesome
1: yeah
0: i'll have to yeah i want to get one yeah. for the studio it would be awesome so what is the uh yeah. what's the next what's next for the creepy dudes and the creepy dude adventures where where, where are they off to uh
1: man so okay now yeah the humble joes is is that now i'm just gonna be self-promoting um I did some animated stuff on Giphy. Are you familiar with Giphy? Like yeah. That app. You're right. Um, and so I, I uploaded some like, creepy dude stuff and then Giphy reached out to me and I was like, oh, they must do this to a bunch of people. But no, they were like, hey, really like the the creepy dude stuff. You should uh, post more and we'll promote it. I was like, sweet. Posted that and then they like verified me and now I've got like millions <laughs> of views. Uh, and then... Yeah, it's been cool because then people like reach out to me and they're like, hey, I saw your stuff on Giphy. I don't even know how they know who the artist is of a GIF. But uh, so I'm like working on this project uh, for this animation studio in LA that's doing this um, like a series about like historical events with different historical figures and using different animators. And so the one I'm working on is about Oprah. So it's Oprah with a bunch of teeth and the big foreheads. <laughs> and the uh, high cheeks so that's been a fun learning experience making the people talk and everything and uh, almost done with that so yeah it's just like uh, it's just really cool when people reach out to you like you're not promoting yourself you just like people love the creepy dude look I don't know what it is creepy dude and then the brewery yeah Yeah, sorry
0: no I was just gonna say creepy dude's the musical yeah we don't worry about it (laughs)
1: <laughs> totally. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But the brewer, the Willow's uh, Brewery is, again, it's like opening up in a month. And so I've been making artwork for that just to have on the walls. So it definitely keeps me busy.
0: Yeah. You, I, I kind of like it that you're, I mean, you're, you're in the nicest way. You're all over the place, you know, but that doesn't usually go over well as a compliment, but do you have your hands in, all these different all these different facets right you say to someone oh hey yeah you're really all over the place oh thanks but no you have your video oh. you know your your creepy dudes your labels your watercolors i mean it's really uh it's really nice because and they all stand on their own in that in their own medium so i feel you're always like cool. just trying to challenge yourself which is which is really uh it's great
1: yeah it's like i don't know you just get bored like i, I can't just keep doing the same thing over and over so you just have to do something else guess, you know I don't know how to play an instrument you know that would kind of make me a renaissance man if I knew how to play something
0: yeah I, I have I have a guitar I, I don't know how to play I took lessons for like a couple months and then just and I was like ah I can, <laughs> I I, I can identify musical yeah. talent but I cannot play anything
1: it's a showpiece now you just have a guitar out there like,
0: oh, yeah because yeah, I'd be with all my friends who could play and be like two in the morning at their gig or just like a fun night and they'd be jamming and I would just be sitting there. and I'd be like, ah, I'm just gonna, if I, and they were, they just, it became okay. I could just like strum along or, you know, the, the classic music festival, the you know, drum circle, where I just be like, duck, 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 you know, and that, uh, I don't know. They would drown me out, but it made me feel like I was like
1: part of it. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a, that's good. I should try that. Yeah, the bongo. The yeah,
0: yeah, the bongo is good, and the uh, just the drum. If you like, figure out like a couple chords and just strum them. If if your friends are good musicians, then they they, they It's like a low level rhythm guitar. Not to insult rhythm guitar players because they're very important. But <laughs> cool. Now, yeah, Last question for you. This is one of this is a uh, little self serving for me, but when you're creating, um, do you work in silence? Do you have certain type of music you're listening to what's uh what's on the kappa playlist
1: uh the kappa playlist View you uh just like the question you ask all the viewers
0: now this is my self-serving one because i like to be turned on to new music and so since people are all over the country yeah yeah this is yeah this is interesting
1: yeah i mean when i'm working on a american solaris stuff i have to type it in just to make sure i'm saying the name correctly Um, Pauline Anna Strom. Okay. And, uh, it's just pretty great. I mean, it's like yeah, this woman that made music on a synthesizer in the '70s. So it's just like it gets me in the mood. She's awesome, Pauline Anna Strom. Yeah, I'm really bad with names. Andrew, somebody. I'm trying to oh. look on my playlist.
0: Andrew, somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Look it up. Pauline Strum, trans Transmillennia Music.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah, something from that, from that era I think helps quite a bit. It's getting in the
0: spirit. Yeah. Well, all right, cool. We'll check her out. So, yeah, and then, um, yeah, if you have any others, just you can email me, and then we'll just, we try to customize the kind of intros and outros with music that you like so it makes it very cap accustomed oh, nice I like that yeah. what
1: are you listening to right
0: now Anything? Um, I've been we kind of we was it de- was just down in Mexico so I was like getting into the beach vibe a lot of reggae like you know Bob Marley and then we go into the Avid brothers and a uh, little little chance the rapper so I like him a lot. Um, I like the lyrics. And so, yeah, I kind of all all the place. We just keep an ongoing playlist. We try to keep it seasonal. And we just kind of Alexa play and just kind of get it going. It has to be kid-friendly so we can crank it in the house. But for the most part, pretty good.
1: Yeah, keeping it seasonal is, like, really important, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, because it
0: gets stale. And it's fun to look back and be like, oh, like my wife is pretty good with that on even on Spotify and it'd be like winter 2014. It's like all right, let's see what well, and it usually helps to uh, bring back memories. I'm pretty good with that. Like music helps with the feelings and right. stories. So it's like oh okay.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: Yeah, the subconscious is powerful. Well, well, Mr. Kappa, I appreciate it. I really enjoyed speaking with you. I, I eventually I, I cracked your your humble shell. I, I'll I'll take pride in that. And like I said, everybody go to. Joe Kappa with two p's, uh, J-O-E Kappa C-A-P-P-A dot com, and you can kind of see the the multifaceted um, work of Joe and his uh, production company. And uh, look forward to seeing the the next phase of uh, American Solera. Uh, You know, like I said, I like everything I've seen so far. So the bar set pretty pretty low I'm a, I'm a i'm a kappa fan so i'm not yeah that's, that's why you're here so I, I appreciate it very much and like i said uh, i applaud you for you know being the entrepreneur and you know diving in and doing your own thing it's uh it's really commendable and uh yeah, yeah. Wish, we wish you the best of luck
1: thanks aj nice to talk with you this was nice this wasn't as bad as
0: that house see see i told you yeah tell yeah tell tell your friends yeah, yeah I, right. think, I think it's important because that artists speak through their through their art and their you know their creative outlet and so sometimes to have all the spotlight be on yourself and say me or i all the time i mean i know it's hard for me to do that that's why i think that's why we say collective we use like the royal we so it sounds like there's more of us so it's not as you know me 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 all the time but just yeah. one, just one dude in his spare bedroom but yeah
1: um but that's in,
0: funny. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that another time but yeah you're in your basement i'm in my spare bedroom so we're doing something right That's right. All right, Joe. Until next time, I I really appreciate you. Yeah, you too. All right. Thank you. Bye. And there we have it, folks. The one, the only, Mr. Joe Kappa himself, right here in the 16 ounce canvas, episode number 55. Remember, check them out, C A P P A dot com. Hopefully pretty soon, uh, in coming days, or depending on when you're listening to this, you'll be able to order some, you know, prints from the website. Really excited to, like I said, get some of those ourselves. So we can all make that happen. Remember, Joe Kappa on Instagram. American Solera is the website. And it's really, you know, I was glad that, you know, Joe finally you know, decided to join us. I think that, you know, as he said, it wasn't as bad as he thought, which is a great compliment. You know, that wasn't as shitty as I thought. Your your band doesn't suck as much as I thought. Or you're not you know you're not as bad as a cook as I thought you were going to be. But no, um, it's actually been nice. Uh, I think Joe and I share a similar wavelength, and it's been nice to to kind of uh, you know bust chops and you know keep in touch with him. So looking forward to that. Um, hopefully at some point get together, have some some beers or laughs in three D, and just really enjoy what he's doing. Because if you go to his website, there's just it's nice. It's like a, it's a mini gallery, you know, it's a, obviously it's his portfolio, but you can really see what he's doing. He's challenging himself, you know, he's doing different mediums, technologies, you know, approaches and perspectives. And it's really, you know, just great to see that. And so, you know, one of the things that we keep coming back to is these, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you know, hardworking folks who make that plunge. And I think that, it's really it's really impressive it's really you know inspiring and I really think that it's really cool just to see that in motion because it's scary you know it's I know that we do the podcast and obviously there's a lot of work that goes into it and we really enjoy it but just the idea of having something so different than what is quote-unquote you know a normal gig you know everybody works for the man at some point and has these other jobs but just to kind of take that leap take that plunge you know take that you know insert new metaphor here and really just kind of go for it it's really something that should be applauded you know not every business is successful you know that first year is the hardest and what everyone is doing is really inspiring so I'm not sure why you're listening I would love to know if you want to get in touch let me know what you think but uh, my idea or my dream kind of uh, different profiles of individuals you know we have the artist designers who you know are looking or you know looking to learn or looking to learn you know about somebody else's technique to maybe improve themselves you know we have our craft beer fans you know we have you know all of the kieran's family who's you know checking in on a regular basis to you know pad the stats and then there's folks who are just kind of you know go, you know, not sure if they should go for it or how they can get into it you know we get we've been getting a few you know emails about how to, you know, break into the business. And so I think there's a lot of great stuff here, you know, about doing your own thing, being true to who you are, making something you believe in and doing it for the right reasons. So there's just, you know, 55 episodes, it's great. We've met a lot of amazing people from around the you know, world, around the country. And, you know, we're really proud to add Joe to that, that list, you know, of alumni, you know, as part of the crew. And I just think that fulfillment and being successful are not always, or should not always be associated with, you know, monetary success. Obviously the whole keeping the lights on thing, eating, you know, taking care of your family is extremely important. You know, that's part of, you know, that's one of the main reasons I get up every morning is to make sure that, you know, I take care of my family. And I don't say that in like a chore or like a a struggle, you know, it's one of the beauties of, you know, of life is to have a family and to do those things. But, the idea of, you know, going out on your own and just kind of, you know, being it, you know, we say that we're all we here, but, you know, there's a lot of folks that, you know, with we, we've learned, you know, and, you know, maybe I'm scaring someone by just, you know, kind of looking at it in such a large perspective, but it's just really something that should be applauded to, to have the, you know, the stones to, to do that, you know? Um, and so I think it just should be applauded. So that's one of the really unexpected, unprecedented things that we've come to learn here is, you know, about the entrepreneur as the, you know, in that correlation with, with artists. When, when we started this, you know, we really didn't have any, you know, pretense or we're really sure where it was going to go. And we were just excited to, that people were willing to come on. But now we're seeing really a story developing. we really seeing a lot of commonality across different artists, you know, not saying that their styles are the same, but just kind of similar stories and really being, you know, committed to... Doing their own thing And being true to themselves So It should be applauded You know We applaud Joe We really You know Just enjoy You know Making that connection The rainbow connection Hi ho Kermit the frog And it was just a You know Really great experience And a really great opportunity So you know Thanks again to Joe JoeCappa.com Right here 16 ounce canvas Episode number 55 When we come back next week We'll be in our second year Year one is Is passing Depending on when you're listening to this, You you might already be in our second year. You might already have passed the one year milestone. You might have missed the cake and the balloons, you know, and all that jazz, you know, the pinata. Whew, crazy. Wild times. But remember, this summer, we're going to a new level. We're going to try something, and we may fail, but we're going to have a damn good time doing it, and hopefully you'll be there with us. So until next week, thank you and you, and certainly you. You're cool. I'm out.